Welcome to Titan Tech, the Pembroke Public Schools Education and Technology Podcast. I'm your host, Brandon Hall. I'm the K-12 Technology Integrator for the Pembroke Public Schools, a Level 1 and Level 2 Google Certified Educator, and a podcast enthusiast. In this podcast, we'll introduce you to all the members of the Pembroke community who make this school system great, including students, faculty, staff, and administrators. Let's start the show, shall we? Welcome back to Titan Tech. It's been a while since we've seen each other, but we're back. In this week's episode, we're going to talk about Google Expedition's augmented reality that's been at PHS, PCMS, and all three elementary schools, and we'll be making one final appearance at PCMS on May 18th. We'll also talk about some lesson plans and materials for tech-based lessons, check out what it's like to be a teenager with social media, and our regular feature, check this out. So stick around. Now I'd like to throw it over to PacTV. PacTV came and checked out Google's augmented reality program while we were at PCMS at the beginning of February. This spot during PacTV describes what we did, what the program is like, and all of the experiences that students and teachers had with it. Google has an educational program called G Suite, and the town of Pembroke signed on to this program in September. This gives the school system access to any of the new teaching tools that Google produces including some virtual reality programs like Google Expeditions. We stopped by the Pembroke Community Middle School as the students tested the new augmented reality program. We became invested with Google. Um, Google offers all these great free programs. One of them is Google Expeditions. So Google Expeditions is that 360 degree virtual reality experience that you put the headset on and you feel like you've gone to somewhere, a virtual field trip, if you will. Uh, now they have a new product called uh, Google Expeditions AR, which is augmented reality, where they bring the items into the classroom. So students have selfie sticks and a phone, and they hold it over a desk that has a QR code on it, and it makes it look like an item is now there in the classroom, something they can manipulate. These were all science classes, 7th and 8th grade science classes from Pembroke Community Middle School. Uh, things that were, they had um, a solar system demonstration, uh, one on the ocean floor, one on forces of nature, which was like hurricanes and tornadoes, and volcanoes. Uh, there were some um, simple mechanical engineering kind of things that were happening. Uh, but the basics of it were, um, you know, it's like six or seven slides with, with images over it. And the teacher has a script that they can follow with questions. They can ask the classes uh, to interact with it. So it's a very interactive product that they've created. The kids have been really invested in it. Um, anytime you can put technology in front of students that's going to add to what they're already getting in the content, uh, anything that's interactive like this is great, especially in the seventh and eighth grade. Kids are really active already. Uh, to be able to put something in front of them that's very interactive and is very physical and they can be a part of it is, is terrific uh, from a you know, pedagogy standpoint. From a product standpoint, what Google's created is pretty impressive. The, uh, you know, for example, I know one of the things that you were able to see was the tornado and the, the hurricane. Uh, to have a tornado spinning on a desk and the students to be able to look inside the tornado or inside the eye of a hurricane and be able to manipulate that, um, it's that kind of interactivity that makes this product so fun. For us, what the, the technology that we have in the district, um, something like this eventually will become a free product. 
Uh, it's in beta testing right now for Google. They're testing it in schools. We were one of the first schools to be able to test it for them, which was awesome. They uh, will then release it to the public probably in the fall, and we'll be able to use it as a free item on iPads that we already own, and teachers will be able to integrate that into their current curriculum. So what's it like to be a teenager with social media? Well, one article in EdSurge describes some of the difficulties of trying to quit social media. Bruce McKinney, a communications professor at the University of North Carolina, Wilmington, who has done extensive research on social media, is not surprised at how hard it is to fully detach from Facebook and other social media platforms. Opting out of social media, he says, isn't ever really an option for people. Quote, you hear about people who say they're going to opt out of Facebook, he says. I've known people who have done that. But then if they want to be in the loop on things, they're going to have to get back on Facebook or at least some other social media app. In the past years, the education technology industry has given rise to a number of companies that have tried to create Facebook for schools tools to help connect students and teachers with one another without all the other personal life updates. Popular among the K-12 communities are tools like Edmodo, which we had here in the Pembroke Public Schools, which modeled its early design and interface very closely to Facebook, as well as Remind, another communication app that we've used here in the Pembroke Public Schools that lets users and schools share reminders and assignments. In higher education, learning management systems such as Blackboard, Canvas, and Moodle have taken over these functionalities. Today in Pembroke, we've moved to Google Classroom. But that's not to say that Edmodo and Remind are still not used. And even in some cases, teachers have used Facebook for some of these, pro these processes. Quitting social media altogether is a very difficult process. Most of the programs that we use, such as Facebook and Twitter, have extensive amounts of information about us in their databases. For example, the recent leak by Cambridge Analytica showed that Facebook is making billions of dollars off of our information. An author named Sarah Ashley O'Brien downloaded 14 years worth of her Facebook data, uncovering a large collection of personal information about her life uh, that they had held on to for years. Now, Facebook's data leaked to Cambridge Analytica was over 50 million users. So people want to know, how do I download my data and how do I take it back? Well, one thing you can do is you can go to the settings page in your Facebook, on your Facebook page. On the desktop, click on the down arrow on the top corner of the screen. On the general section, select the option to download a copy of your Facebook data. You only see that on the desktop. You don't usually see that on the mobile. Facebook will then email the data to you. For some people, it took up to 10 minutes to download the folder. It can take longer depending upon the size. For some people, they're even finding out that Facebook was holding on to information such as contacts and phone numbers. Now, there is a way to protect your data. Do you actually go and delete your account? Well, that's one way. Another is to stop Facebook from sharing your account information. Deleting or deactivating Facebook isn't really an option for everyone because you want to stay in touch with family or friends. But you wouldn't be, you'd be surprised to find out how many apps, things like Airbnb or Venmo, have logged you in through the social network over the years. So a lot of times there are third-party apps gaining access to your information. Now think about this. I'm an adult, and I know exactly who and what Facebook is using my data for. Now put yourself in the shoes of a child. Maybe you're a high school kid or a middle school kid, and you've just signed up for a Facebook account, or more likely Twitter or Instagram or some other micro-social platform like that. You want to take a quiz? Oh, it's fun. This is interesting. Which Simpsons character am I? Or which SpongeBob character do I most closely associate with? Well, a lot of times the permissions on those are taking things 
from your personal Facebook page or your Twitter account that you might not know about. And that's exactly how Cambridge Analytica was able to collect all that data. If you were a high school student or a middle school student, you might be giving up that data without even really realizing it. It's definitely a conversation that parents and teachers need to have with students about digital privacy. So what's it like to be a teenager with social media? Well, one article in EdSurge describes some of the difficulties of trying to quit social media. Bruce McKinney, a communications professor at the University of North Carolina, Wilmington, who has done extensive research on social media, is not surprised at how hard it is to fully detach from Facebook and other social media platforms. Opting out of social media, he says, isn't ever really an option for people. Quote, you hear about people who say they're going to opt out of Facebook, he says. I've known people who have done that. But then if they want to be in the loop on things, they're going to have to get back on Facebook or at least some other social media app. In the past years, the education technology industry has given rise to a number of companies that have tried to create Facebook for Schools tools to help connect students and teachers with one another without all the other personal life updates. Popular among the K-12 communities are tools like Edmodo, which we had here in the Pembroke Public Schools, which modeled its early design and interface very closely to Facebook, as well as Remind, another communication app that we've used here in the Pembroke Public Schools that lets users and schools share reminders and assignments. In higher education, learning management systems such as Blackboard, Canvas, and Moodle have taken over these functionalities. Today in Pembroke, we've moved to Google Classroom. But that's not to say that Edmodo and Remind are still not used. And even in some cases, teachers have used Facebook for some of these, pro- these processes. Quitting social media altogether is a very difficult process. Most of the programs that we use, such as Facebook and Twitter, have extensive amounts of information about us in their databases. For example, the recent leak by Cambridge Analytica showed that Facebook is making billions of dollars off of our information. An author named Sarah Ashley O'Brien downloaded 14 years worth of her Facebook data, uncovering a large collection of personal information about her life uh, that they had held on to for years. Now, Facebook's data leaked to Cambridge Analytica was over 50 million users. So people want to know, how do I download my data and how do I take it back? Well, one thing you can do is you can go to the settings page on your Facebook page. On the desktop, click on the down arrow on the top corner of the screen. On the general section, select the option to download a copy of your Facebook data. You only see that on the desktop. You don't usually see that on the mobile. Facebook will then email the data to you. For some people, it took up to 10 minutes to download the folder. It can take longer depending upon the size. For some people, they're even finding out that Facebook was holding on to information such as contacts and phone numbers. Now, there is a way to protect your data. Do you actually go and delete your account? Well, that's one way. Another is to stop Facebook from sharing your account information. Deleting or deactivating Facebook isn't really an option for everyone because you want to stay in touch with family or friends. But you wouldn't be, you'd be surprised to find out how many apps, things like Airbnb or Venmo, have logged you in through the social network over the years. So a lot of times there are third-party apps gaining access to your information. Now think about this. I'm an adult, and I know exactly who and what Facebook is using my data for. Now put yourself in the shoes of a child. Maybe you're a high school kid or a middle school kid, and you've just signed up for a Facebook account, or more likely Twitter or Instagram or some other micro-social platform like that. You want to take a quiz? Oh, it's fun. This is interesting. Which Simpsons character am I? Or which SpongeBob character do I most closely associate with? Well, a lot of times the permissions on those are taking things 
from your personal Facebook page or your Twitter account that you might not know about. And that's exactly how Cambridge Analytica was able to collect all that data. If you were a high school student or a middle school student, you might be giving up that data without even really realizing it. It's definitely a conversation that parents and teachers need to have with students about digital privacy. And now for our segment on Check This Out. Google has introduced a tool called Takeout. Takeout.google.com is a simple way for you to take all of your data that Google has in your pembrokek12.org email address or any other Google account and transfer it to a separate Google account. Now, let's say you're a teacher and you're changing school districts or you're retiring or you're a student who's moving to another school or is graduating. Well, simply enough, go to takeout.google.com, enter your account information, and then select all of the data you'd like to include that can be transferred to a different Google account. So everything from Blogger to Calendar to all of your Chrome data, things like links that you've had saved, all of the files in Drive that you have, your Google Photos, Hangouts, all sorts of stuff, your YouTube favorites. Click Next, customize your archive format, and files will be available in zip files. And it will be emailed to you in two gigabyte archives. So if you have more than two gigabytes, it's going to send you several two gigabyte files. All of this will be sent in a link via email. It will create this archive for you, and you'll be able to take all of your information with you. So if you're a teacher that's moving school districts, and you have a great you have great lesson plans in Google Classroom, they're no longer stuck in just your Pembroke K-12 Google Classroom. If you're a senior and you're graduating and you want to take some of that data to college with you, by all means, use Google Takeout. That's Check This Out. Thanks for listening to this episode of Titan Tech. I promise you the next episode will be a lot quicker than this one was. Thanks. Be sure to like and subscribe on iTunes and give us a rating. That way we can get our information out there faster and more people can enjoy Titan Tech. Titan Tech.